Hi friends, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. As you know, I am Maya, the singer, the songwriter, the video maker, the Oakland native, and today, a student of disaster. I'm also a huge history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark and funky from the past. So each day I'm gonna share some of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in the year 2000, the Chernobyl nuclear plant in Ukraine was shut down for good. That was 14 years and 8 months after the disaster on April 26, 1986. Let's reverse and go back to the disaster itself. The day of the accident, the plant was supposed to conduct a power reduction. During this routine operation, one of the local power stations went offline, disrupting the procedure. The plant should have stopped their planned power reduction, but instead some officials ordered that the reduction just be continued so that way a scheduled test could take place later that evening. The test was going to measure how long the spinning generator would continue making electricity after the reactor shut down. The plan was for the test to happen while the reactor was on low power, but they ended up keeping the plant at high power because of the local power station shutdown, so that the local electricity wouldn't be interrupted. So instead of shutting down the reactor slowly as intended, they shut it down very quickly after the local power station came back online. The rapid shutdown caused the element xenon to build up in the reactors. Too much xenon overtakes available neutrons, which makes a reaction unstable. I think I'd understand this all a lot better if I paid more attention in chemistry class, but we're working with what I've got right now. The operators retracted the control rods out of the core and then reinserted them very quickly, which caused further instability. The power increased instead of decreased because graphene displaced water without replacing neutrons. I say this like I know what it means. This caused the water to rapidly boil and cement a steam explosion. The fourth reactor went through a huge power increase, and the core of the reactor exploded. The explosion blew the 1,000-ton steel lid off the reactor, and fuel and radioactive materials flew into the sky. It also caused a large fire in the neutron moderator. The fire released even more radioactive fallout, and the smoke spread it to the surrounding areas. 31 people were killed at the site that night, and more death followed in the aftermath. The fire itself took over a week to extinguish. Things got even worse because the executive branch of the Russian government denied the accident for days and didn't take precautions that could have helped contain the destruction. The local government was woefully unprepared to deal with the accident. First responders like firefighters and medical workers had little to no protection from the radiation. Over 4,000 cleanup workers died, and over 70,000 incurred disabilities as a result of the radiation. The population of Ukraine is 50 million, and estimates state that 3.5 million have been affected by the Chernobyl disaster. 1.26 million of them are children. In the aftermath of the accident, people began to wonder if the nuclear power industry in the Soviet Union was safe at all. The Chernobyl explosion is one of the worst accidents in the history of nuclear power, rated at a 7, the most dangerous level, by the International Nuclear Event Scale. The power plant didn't have a containment building, so the fallout from the explosion spread throughout the Soviet Union, Eastern Europe, Scandinavia, and the United Kingdom, and even across the ocean to the east coast of the United States. 
Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia were the most contaminated areas. 60% of the fallout landed in Belarus alone. 360,000 people lost their homes and were forced to migrate, and people from the affected areas suffered extensive radiation poisoning. After the Chernobyl disaster, many efforts were undertaken to make sure nothing similar would ever happen again. Modern reactors have domes that are less penetrable by possible steam explosions. Control rods were designed to better control neutron levels, and reactors are made to have negative void coefficients, so boiling water makes power increase instead of decrease. And yet, the Chernobyl nuclear reactor plant wasn't shut down until today, December 15th in the year 2000. The then-president of Ukraine, Leonid Kuchma, ordered the plant to shut down over video conference from Kiev, which is about 80 miles away from the plant. Then, one of the remaining Chernobyl operators pulled a switch to activate the safety system of the plant's last reactor, which sent containment rods into the core. This last procedure was the end of the operation of Chernobyl. The final reactor, reactor number three, was located in the same building as reactor number four, the one that exploded back in 1984. On the day of the closure, President Kuchma lay a wreath in memory of those lost during the accident. The shutdown finally came after years of pressure from nations around the world. The plant had undergone more malfunctions in the intervening years, though none approaching the dangerous level of the disaster itself. But the shutdown wasn't good for everyone. It also meant loss of jobs that weren't easily replaced and the loss of a major source of electricity. Some of the plant's 6,000 workers even protested the shutdown. In an effort to offset these losses, the European Commission approved a $585 million loan to help Ukraine build new reactors to replace the electricity lost with the plant shutdown. The European Bank of Reconstruction devoted another $215 million. Even though the plant is shut down, the aftermath of this event remains. Millions of people in Ukraine still suffer, the aftereffects of radiation poisoning, and there were still remnants of the disaster at the plant that required continued monitoring. Radioactive dust and nuclear fuel remained inside and needed to be dealt with, and a new casing for the sarcophagus covering reactor number four needed to be built, as well as measures to make sure the area was environmentally safe. Today, the area is still uninhabitable, and will be for the foreseeable future, due to poisonous elements that linger in the atmosphere. Scientists estimate that the area won't be habitable for 20,000 years. That's if humanity even lasts 20,000 years. Today, in 1998, 22-year-old Michael Barrett, a roadie for the Backstreet Boys, sued the band for $3 million. Why? A 50-pound cannon fell on his head during a concert in Virginia earlier that year. Um, sounds like a nightmare for everyone involved, especially Barrett himself. Luckily, he survived the accident. The cannon was a part of the show, so it could shoot confetti into the crowd. Doesn't mean it was any less painful. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to be going back into my own photo archive to see what I was up to on a December 15th in my life. December 15th. I didn't really do much exciting. In 2014, I did, however, do one of my first acrylic paintings that I'd ever worked on because I was assigned it in high school to, to do a painting. Um, and I was really proud of it. It was a painting and I, I don't, I, you know, it's a podcast. I can't show you a photo, but I can describe it to you in the best of my ability. In retrospect, I, I didn't do a very good job on it, but I was really proud of it at the time that I made it. Um, and it was a painting of Lake Champlain, which is a lake up in upstate New York. And it's where I got to spend a lot of time with my grandparents. And I remember painting it for my grandpa and, um, I call him Pap Pap. 
he passed away this year and I just have really fond memories of growing up and getting to hang out with them there. And, um, it's a beautiful place. If you ever get to visit upstate New York, it is one of the most gorgeous places you can ever go in summer, in winter, in fall, in spring, in all the seasons. Um, I highly recommend it. And painting is also just really fun. I wish I got to do more of that. Thanks so much for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.